Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser on 99.1 FM Life Changing Radio WJMM. So grateful that you've tuned in today on this Monday morning. Uh, so grateful for your support of this radio station and radio program uh, with Encounter with Bill Reeser. For more information, please email me at bill at thehopeencounter.org or go to our website, www.thehopeencounter.org. Uh, thank you for your support of this ministry as well. We could never do this without your support and your prayers. Well, if you tuned in on 99.1 FM last week, Thursday and Friday, we were talking about inquiring of the Lord, talking about how King David uh, inquired of the Lord. Matter of fact, the Bible records nine different times that he inquired of the Lord going into battle, and they were specific prayers that God would answer with specific answers. And we talked about how David went into this town of Kela, uh, and David just uh, came off a big victory, defeating the giant. He's on the run from Saul. Saul's trying to kill David because he's jealous of David. Uh, and matter of fact, most of the Psalms, a lot of the Psalms are written with David on the run from from King Saul, which is why you see a, a lot of despair, a lot of grief, even some fear, some frustration uh, in some of the Psalms. But David always comes back to himself, to himself, and he worships the Lord in those Psalms. But David is is on the run from Saul, and in the middle of it, he hears that the Philistines are going to attack this town called Kela, and David prays four specific prayers. One prayer is, the first prayer is, should I go and save the town of Kela from the Philistines? And God says, go. And then his men were a little afraid because they were on the run from Saul. David prays again. Dave, God says, go. I'll hand the Philistines over. David wipes out the Philistines. And after he wipes out the Philistines, King Saul thinks he's got David cornered because it's a fortified city. And David inquires of the Lord again, and he prays two specific prayers to the Lord. Lord, will King Saul come after me, and will the people of Kela uh, turn me over to him? And the Lord first just answered the first one. He said, King Saul is going to come after you. He didn't answer the second prayer. So David prayed a fourth time. And said, will these people uh, basically turn me in? And, and the Lord said, they will. So David fled the city of Kela, and Saul never was able to track down David. And so we talked about how the general will of God for our life is found uh, in the pages of Scripture. But the specific will of God for our lives can only be found when we inquire of the Lord, like David, wait on the Lord and let the Holy Spirit guide, lead, speak, and point out to us by whatever means necessary the answer of the specific will of God for our lives, for every situation and assignment that we need wisdom for. So getting back to David. David was a master of inquiring of the Lord. And all throughout the Old Testament, you'll find that whenever David was at his best, he was inquiring of the Lord. He would come to a critical juncture or a crisis, and then he would inquire of the Lord. He would pray, and he would seek the Lord for guidance. And the point was that he thought, and I believe this to be true, God, I can't just do anything I want because you blessed me, you anointed me. I can't walk around like a Marvel superhero. I can only do the things that you've called me to do and allow me to do and want me to do that's in your perfect will for my life. You see, God has a plan. 
for your ministry and for your life if you're listening. Trust me. The point is to find the blueprint for that plan. And the Bible tells us that searching for God's plan was a common occurrence. And not just in the Old Testament. In Acts 16, the Bible tells us that Paul was on a missionary journey and that he wanted to go preach the gospel in the region that we now call Turkey. And as he was heading that way with his ministry team, the text read, reads in Acts 16.6, 16, but the Holy Spirit forbid him to go into Asia. You see, he was trying to preach the gospel. Now, why would the Holy Spirit forbid him to go into Asia to share the good news with people who needed to hear it? Because it wasn't part of God's specific plan for Paul. And when Paul went west and tried to go to a place called Bithynia, again, the Bible says, and the Spirit of Jesus, which is the Holy Spirit, forbid him to do it. Paul had a missionary team. He had his plans. But God somehow, and doesn't say how the Holy Spirit let him know this, the Holy Spirit denied him access to the area that he wanted to go. And that may happen in your life. It could be a real need. It could be a real problem. You may have a real calling in your life. You could be itching to do it. And yet God can say to us, no, I've got someone else to do that. My plans for you are, are, are different. I don't want you to go to this specific person or this specific area. I mean, I've had people that I've ministered to where God said, walk away from. Don't talk to them. Don't minister to them. And I'm a preacher. I'm an evangelist. I mean, that's what I do full time. And yet the Holy Spirit has forbidden me to certain people to walk away from. See, Paul went to bed that night and he had a dream and he had a vision of a man from Macedonia saying, come on over and help us. And Luke writes in Acts 16, we took it as from the Lord that this is what God wanted us to do. You know, I've learned that I can't live doing what I'm doing without the leading of the Holy Spirit. I'm not that bright. I'm not that smart. I'm not a great speaker. I have no formal training. I've never went to seminary. I, I have no degree in, in uh, teaching or uh, theology or anything like that. But here's what, I, here's what I know. When we follow God's plan, he will always supply our needs. See, David was interested in finding out God's will because he knew that wherever God led him, God was under covenant to supply what he needed. And I, I just want to tell you, friends, Whenever you inquire of the Lord and you have an open and willing heart to do what he tells you to do, no matter what, there's an umbrella that goes over your head. And under that umbrella is a supply of wisdom and insight, finances and favor, because whatever God calls us to do, he's going to give us the grace to do it. However, I can step out from under that umbrella and say, you know what? I'm one of the king's kids. I'm a child of God. I've done this in the past. God's anointed me to preach the good news of Jesus Christ. He's called me to full-time ministry. You know what? I'm just going to follow my vision, uh, the vision that God gave me and the dream that he placed in my heart. I just want to say to you today, you never just follow your dream. You always follow God's leading, and that umbrella is there to protect you. And if God tells you your dream is done and he has a new assignment for you, you need to be willing to pick up your tent and go. When the Israelites were in the wilderness, if you had asked one of the Jewish leaders how long they were going to stay there, they would have said, look, you think we know how long we're going to stay? You see that pillar of fire by night and that cloud by day? When the cloud moves, we'll move. When the cloud stays, we'll camp out. This is totally out of our hands. He just says, follow the cloud. 
But as we follow the cloud, he provides manna for us. And he provides everything that we need. Friends, God will do the same for you. He'll do the same for me. Wherever God leads, he makes a promise. I'll supply for you. And this has many implications that we need to think about, but I'll give you just one. And or several, maybe, depend, depending on how the Holy Spirit leads me as we're getting through this radio show today. Any church or ministry that doesn't inquire of the Lord for their plans, their provision, their messages, their goals, and specific instructions to make changes at a moment's notice will open themselves up for enemy attacks. See, in your church, in your work, whatever you do in ministry, the devil's always planning something to try and destroy your work. I, I know pastors who go away for a day and they come back and they know exactly what they're going to preach for a whole year. They plan out their entire sermon series and then they share it with other pastors. So other pastors and other churches, if you do one sermon series in one church, particularly a mega church, there'll be another mega church that'll do it. And then another mega church that'll do it. Before you know it, they're all doing each other's sermon series and be, it won't be long before they're all preaching each other's sermons so they don't ever have to preach a, a sermon on their own or come up with an idea of their own. They're just feeding off what other people are doing. Instead of going into their prayer closet, praying over the word of God and asking the Holy Spirit to burn a message in their hearts to give to people at a moment's notice. I've got two messages that I'm working on right now, that I can't go on a past victory or a past good talk on. I want, I want God to give me something fresh. I want God to give me something new. You see, and if you sort of tell in advance what you're going to do to everyone, you're giving the devil notice. And he's always planning something. He's always trying to destroy our work. And he goes around like a roaring lion. He's divisive. He stirs up gossip. He creates division. He has a specific strategy to try and hurt you, your church, and your ministry. But know this, the Holy Spirit always knows what Satan is up to. And if only we would inquire of the Lord, open up our Bibles and say, Holy Spirit, really teach me and really show me what you want me to speak on. Not what another pastor has spoken on, but what you want me to speak on. I just got back from visiting some friends in Florida, and they were telling me a tragic story about how uh, their church had to let their lead pastor go because for the past seven years, he's been copying uh, sermons from Rick Warren, word for word, and and not telling his church about it. Well, it just so happens that some people who went to Rick Warren's church in California uh, moved to his church in Florida, and they were sitting through some of his sermons, and they said, hey, we've heard that before. Um uh, that sounds like some of Rick Warren's old talks. And sure enough, they were not just as they were exactly Rick Warren's talks. And the guy did this for seven years and church leadership had to ask him to step down because he wasn't being honest with these messages. And so, but listen, all we have to do is inquire of the Lord, open up our Bibles and say, Holy Spirit, really teach me, really show me what you want me to speak on. Um, Tell me the words my, my family at Encounter needs to hear. Tell me what uh, people on this radio show need to hear. Tell me and teach me how to be in step with you. And when I, and when I stand before you every week, before I come to this uh, studio, uh, I want to inquire of the Lord. And I want to I tell you 
exactly the word that you need to hear. When I when I stand before my church on Friday nights at Encounter, I want to I want to preach only the word uh, that people need to hear that the Holy Spirit burned in my heart. So here's the conclusion. Uh, the story ends by David going to Caleb, and David obviously routes them, like I said, uh, and all this because one man said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Is this a battle that I'm supposed to fight? Now, Saul never gave up chasing David, uh, but David won a major victory, and uh, and Saul could never catch up to him. Uh, King Saul was obsessed with, with going after David. Uh, and so here's the deal. God, God is leading us. I hope God is leading you. Uh, I hope you pray, God, lead me to start this. Lead me uh, to do this. Lead me by your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I'm inquiring of you and you alone to tell me exactly what I'm supposed to do in every important situation in my life, for my job, my family, my ministry, what you want me to do. I'm not going to do anything until you speak. And you know what? If you if you be still and know that he is God and wait for the Holy Spirit to speak to you, he will when it comes to important matters in your life. I know a lot of people are just going to run on their emotions and feelings and just ask God to lead them out or in certain relationships that would make them happy. But that's not God's will for your life. You want to do exactly what's in the center of God's will. You want to inquire of the Lord and do what the Holy Spirit tells you to do that lines up with God's word, the Father, and Jesus because they're all in sync. I hope you continue to inquire of the Lord. Be blessed and hear the voice of God. Thank you for tuning in to the Encounter Radio Show.